All right. Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. And welcome to the Coach's Cup. This morning, we are kind of following up from last week because um, really, when it comes to overwhelm, overwhelm has a little sister and her name is procrastination. <laughs> and they really are connected. Um, both of them come from perfectionism, mm -hmm. something that we see in society, in our daily lives all the time. Yeah. I know I see it. I see it with students um, expecting A's. Mm -hmm. You've got to, everybody's got to get an A. Um, so I, I see it sometimes in my own life. Procrastination. I was, say, I was like, Sonia, I was that student. I know. <laughs> I know. I see it, and I see it in my daughter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll tell you this, I hadn't really thought about this, but, um, so I have, um, my oldest son is, is 20 and he went to college for a year and then decided college was not for him. And that year he had always been a procrastinator and I had been a procrastinator in school. So it was like this thing he, he kind of wore like a badge, you know, I'm like, mom, I'm procrastinating. But it was really what I have looked back on now and realized is that his procrastination mm -hmm. was coming from his anxiety. Mm -hmm. He wanted to do things exactly right. Mm -hmm. And that whole thing, I think, just froze him. You know, that's interesting because, you know, I have anxiety too. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I, have, I don't know, like going on a limb here trying to tease this out live time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I can certainly see where the tendency, how they fuel each other, procrastination, mm -hmm. overwhelm and anxiety just being like a big ball of yarn and one just, just yeah. keep building, building, building. Yeah. When yeah. And doing, taking some steps forward will, you know, totally serve you in unwinding yes. that yarn. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I, he's the one that came up, but I have students who deal with this all the time. Um, they, you know, wait till the last minute to do a task. Mm -hmm. we, we wait till the last minute to do a task. Yeah. I, I have things in my job every day that there are things I want to do and I'm excited about doing. And then there's things that really need to get done that I'm not so excited to do. So I just throw those in the back you know, or in the bottom drawer and close them and hope that they don't come back. Um, but that's the sneaky part of procrastination. Yeah. And I could totally see, I'm thinking about your son. I'm thinking more about this anxiety and where when you procrastinate and you're giving time, you're giving yourself more time to get anxious because you know, the work is coming where if, uh, you know, Brooke talks about as a Dan Sullivan mm -hmm. um, teaches her, you know, to do 80% of the work up front. Yeah percent of the work up front, which we're going to talk more about this in a bit, and then going into refining um, when you have time. So I was thinking what a gift that would be for our children and ourselves. Yeah. So knock it off 80% and it falls into my favorite, my favorite 
concept is B minus work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really jumping ahead of ourselves. I, that's what I, I started realizing as soon as I started talking about my son. But let's let's back up a little bit and talk about we we began by connecting this to overwhelm, and we talked a little bit. I think I don't know if we specifically explained the motivational triad last week, but we referenced it at least. Can you ever explain it too much? Because truly, like, you've got, a, you've got something going on, a behavior you're not engaging in or doing. It's probably going to fall into one of these categories that you're going to have to manage your mind around. Yeah. So our brain, being the brain that it's been, seeks pleasure, mm-hmm. avoids pain, and saves energy. That's the mode it wants to be in all the time. That's what's gotten us here. That's what kept us safe mm-hmm. at periods in our lives when we needed to be kept safe from, from lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Right. And, and so it really served us, mm-hmm. but we are at a point now where it's actually doing the opposite. Right. It's killing us. Right. We're creating too much comfort for ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who knew that was possible? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So procrastination often comes because we want to save energy. We want to avoid pain. We don't want to do something, you know, it it could be the smallest thing. That's what always surprises me when I really get to it and do whatever that task is I've been holding off on. It's like, that's all there was. That's all. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I was saving myself from great pain. Mm-hmm. Totally. I live there. I live in that zone and it's a constant, um, it's a comp- effort and realization that just taking some steps forward will totally get myself out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with procrastination, um, once you realize it's all you, you know, cause I think that's the other thing we try to put it on there. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this task. I don't want to, you know, it's all, it's all the thoughts that we're thinking. Yeah. And once we realize, I just need to change my thought around this right. thing. I don't want to do. Then you give yourself some power back and maybe that gives you enough motivation to move forward. Oh, you froze for a second. Oh, did I? Yeah, you're back. Sorry. You're back. Um, so I knew, I knew you were being awfully quiet. <laughs> um, but that gives us the, the motivation to move forward. But it's not without pain. Right. Which, you know, let's just define pain here. Like, what is the pain? Accomplishing yeah. your goals? I mean, the whole purpose behind all of this, right, is because time is our most valuable resource. And if we are wasting our time spending it on procrastinating and not getting the work done, then we are not doing ourselves a service. We're doing ourselves a disservice and we are not evolving to our what does Brooke say to uh, it's our duty for humanity yeah. to evolve, to evolve. Uh, yeah. And that, that people are missing out on our work 
the 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 more that like someone is not being served by your procrastinating. Yeah. And the whole thing, the whole idea that so I used to be a procrastinator. I jokingly told Judith before we started that I, I held the world championship a couple of a couple of years. But I was a world class procrastinator. And the lie that I told myself and the lie that I hear students tell me and themselves is I think better under pressure. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many times have you heard somebody say, well, I think better under pressure? I was saying that like two months ago. <laughs> it's true. It's not true. It's not true. It's you know, not- that's, that's the beauty of it. Guess what? When you write a paper and I'm, I'm making this on students, but whatever it is, when you do a task just right before it's due, you know what you're given? Be honest work. Yeah. Yeah. It's so liberating. And the thing is though, you've been dragging it along in your head using all of this energy for days, weeks, maybe. Yeah. And so your real creative powers are wasted back behind you dragging this task along. Yeah. And that, you know, when I think about how many, well, particularly in college or um, what is, what else is it that procrastinators are perfectionists and perfectionists are scared of being judged, but judged, but you're really your own worst to judge. Yeah. And that when, when I heard that, it just totally, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so true because, you know, I'm, I would always make the grade that I desired because that's what I was working for, which is another concept of learning to be self-accountable mm-hmm. for getting your work done and not have it be because of, because an assignment is due or because a boss wants it turned in that that's where we learned this putting pressure on ourselves to turn it in then. Am I making sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. There comes a point where somebody, there's not going to be somebody over your shoulder. You have to do it for you. And I have, I have heard um, some women talk about like, what's it going to take for me to lose weight? When, when, and you know, I don't want to wait until my daughter's graduation to lose the weight. So this is a form of procrastinating. Absolutely. Putting it off, you know, she's making it hard on herself up front mm-hmm. and versus just like leaning into the discomfort of getting to her goals so that she's not under pressure for her daughter's graduation and that she can have her goals. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, look how much we can free our brains mm-hmm. to do and enjoy I mean, if you, if you're not, because I guarantee I've, I've been there, what you're doing up until that point where you decide, okay, it's time to lose weight. You're beating yourself up every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll so, start tomorrow. Yeah. But the daughter's graduation's coming like a freight train, yeah. you know? And the closer it gets, the more that until finally you just go, well, I missed that one. And then you feel bad about yourself. So you've been feeling bad about yourself. You miss it. You incomplete your goal or you don't even start on it. And then you feel bad going forward too. Right. It's like how much, how much negativity can we drag? Can we find to drag us down? 
Yep. So true. I, I've been, been been guilty of that too in the past. I, oh yeah. I think it hasn't been me either. I think a lot of people live this way. Mm-hmm. And if we just realize either way, we the task has to be done or or it doesn't. And then we, you know, then we have a bunch of incompletes. Which wait a minute, it in a in of itself is imperfection. So the irony of being a perfectionist with incompleted tasks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I um done is better than perfect. Is that mm-hmm. the is that the mm-hmm. saying? And and we talked last week about an overwhelm how um, my dissertation director always always said a good dissertation is a done dissertation. Right. And all of that done is always better because perfect is not even real. <sighs> Hello, if anybody's oh. listening out there, perfect doesn't exist. Yeah. Because you keep moving the goalpost. Yeah. There you're no, it's not perfect until 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 until. Yeah. Yep. And even if by some strange miracle you ever reached it in your own mind, somebody else would come along and say well, you didn't do this right, or you, this was missing or, you know, so it just, it just doesn't exist. So why are we lying to ourselves other than to avoid pain, save energy? And, and we're not, we're not, no, it's even a lie that, that we're doing that. It's such a, our brains are such good storytellers, such good stories. You know, I was coached on perfectionism probably six weeks ago. Like it's not, I mean, this is all super fresh for me. Um, letting go of and realizing how much I put it in, in mm-hmm. my daily life. So I don't want I don't know. I just want to let, let our listeners know that we've been there. Yeah. We I totally get it. <laughs> I mean, I think most of us live in that space and we really have to work because it's, depending on how many years you've been practicing it, you know, it's really deep. That groove is pretty deep in our brain Mm -hmm. and it takes, it takes some major work to get past that, to realize that I just need to give up the story. It's not serving me. Yeah. Yeah. Get outside your brain. Yeah. And, and then I think the, one of the last things that, that I would leave you with um, is to start practicing moving past procrastination by thinking of a task every day, the night before, when you do your journaling, whatever you're going to do, think of a task that needs to be taken care of that you've been putting off hmm. and put that on your calendar for the first thing the next wow. day. You're going to do it. You're going to give that gift to yourself. Do it. Get it done. The feeling. Oh, the feeling is so good. And it will power you through the rest of your day. I love that, Sonia. That's, I may have to try that myself. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I, I, it's something that, that I try to, to practice because it gives you the energy <laughs> it. That's the funny thing. You know, you get this energy burst from, feeling from doing something you didn't want to do. It's, it's not there. It's not hanging on you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel good about your whole day. So every day, just give yourself the gift of getting one little task you didn't want to do 
out of the way first thing in the morning. Yeah, and it gets you warmed up for the day too, like feeling accomplished. Yeah. What else do I want to tackle? What else did I not want to do? That wasn't so hard. Yeah. I've been taking that off. Like I, so many times I've done that myself. Like why did, why did I put this off? Yeah. Um, I think if I could leave our listeners with like, just be willing to be open to, to the feeling of discomfort, like leaning into knowing that it's going to feel, is it going to feel counterintuitive? Is that what I want to say? Like you're, you're, you know, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but in the end it's going to be worth it. And to go ahead and do that B minus work to, and you can apply that to your weight loss today. Weight loss is not perfect. Weight loss is not a straight, straight line down, um, (laughs) just like anything else. Right. And to just, to just start and get 80% of it done, whatever it is. And then focus on refining your work and making it better. Um, if you want to, it's an option. Yeah. But if you can accomplish 80% in um, the fastest amount of time, whatever your is on your time blocking, or if it's your weight loss, or if it's your menu planning or your day, like, um, which these are all things I'm just thinking about my own day. Like I yeah. need to work on my, uh, my meal prep for the weekend. <laughs> if I just got 80% of it done, I'd be golden. Yeah. I mean, planning is food planning is a big thing because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, well, what if I want something different? Well, what if I'm not going to be in the mood for that? Yeah. But such, such it, it's telling yourself that there's some perfect answer up ahead. Just like if I, you know, if I let myself wait to write this paper, I'll come up with all these brilliant ideas. It's the same thing. It's a lie. It's a lie your brain tells yourself. Write the meal plan and then honor the meal plan. Right. Because your good brain had your back. Yeah. Made that choice. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't trust that, you know, 7 p.m. brain. Yeah. No, my 7 p.m. brain. (laughs) She's useless. She doesn't make decisions for you. No, not well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else? Oh, um, I'm trying to think if there's a, what, what all's going on No, I think it's all good. Okay. Give yourself the gift of just getting that task done. Yeah. Cause it is a gift. And then you can, you, then you can spend your discomfort in, in a more productive area. Right. Honor your time, honor your word to yourself. All right, Judith. Until next week, I'm Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. We'll see you later. Bye.